Welcome to another episode of the Small Business Marketing Podcast. While we're still going to talk about marketing this week, we're going to take a little detour and I want to share with you guys something that I've been learning in my business. So this week, we're going to talk about hiring. We can all probably admit at this point that our world looks dramatically different than it did three or four years ago before the pandemic happened. And that's also shaped what our employees look like, what our workplaces look like, what candidates are available for our businesses. Let's start with a story time. Over the past six months, my business has been growing, which is awesome. Always love to see that. But we got to the point where we needed a new employee and I have been recruiting and recruiting and recruiting and just never really got the feeling, the good feeling that I did with other candidates in the past before I made a job offer. And so that kind of caused me to hesitate and go back to the drawing board and look at what I'm doing for my hiring to make sure that I'm getting the right candidate. And I want to share that with you today. So we're going to go through three big areas in this podcast. The first, we're going to talk about how to find the how to know who your right candidate is. Uh, We're going to talk about how to find them and where to find them, and then kind of how to screen them a little bit better than what we've seen in the past. And when I talk to you guys about screening, I'm going to share it with some, with you guys, some really personal stuff we do in my business to make sure we have the absolute best candidate possible. So let's get started. Anytime I speak professionally, publicly, small group, whatever it may be, The number one thing I always talk to every group about is knowing who their best target client is. We don't start any marketing campaign and we don't make any marketing decision until we know who that best target client is and we have them in mind. Most of the time, I'll even make people in presentations write it down on a piece of paper before we start. This is 100% true with your employees as well. So we need to have a really good idea of who they are. Are they somebody who has a four-year degree? Are they somebody who maybe did not finish college? Do they, are they parents? Are they living in your area? Really think through this. I always tell people to think through the who, what, when, where, and why. So who are they? Where are they located? Type of job are they looking for? What needs do they have in their life? When, so how quickly we want to hire. Also, what availability this candidate has. So think, really write that out on a piece of paper and think through the who, what, when, where, why of your candidate. Now, I'm not saying to make any prejudgments on who your candidate has to be. Obviously, we have to be equal opportunity employers and do not forget that in this. We do not define race in this. We do not define um, gender in this. Don't forget to be an equal opportunity hirer. All right, now that we know who our best target candidate is, step two is going to get them, going to find them. So it's not like the old days where you could just put a job listing up on your website and they come to you. Or some of you listening might even know when you could put it in the newspaper. I was a little bit before my time, guys. This is where I wildly messed up in my recruiting. And I just want to take a side note and say, guys, if if you are bringing customers in too quickly and you can't staff to that, it's going to create frustration and burnout in your business. So be careful. I almost teach people to kind of be prepared a a little bit earlier and start ahead of time because you can burn out very quickly. And that's kind of where I'm coming back from right now. 
So typically in the past, my best target candidate, I love taking stay-at-home moms who haven't worked in years or stay-at-home dads who haven't worked in years, have that big resume gap and nobody wants them because of their resume gaps. I really love an underdog. I think they work well in my business. I work with small businesses, so my clients are sort of underdogs too. Um, and so we all kind of work well together. So that's always been what I've taken in the past. But because of the pandemic, I chose to try some of the job listing websites this time instead. And that's what caused the mistake and the error. People who I were seeing coming from these sites just weren't, they weren't the same quality as what I'm used to. So if you're seeing trends like that, it's okay to step back and say, mm, it, it might just be the software. It might just be this particular website and step back and say, I'm not doing that. So I tried a few of the job listing websites and that's kind of separate from thing two. Um, I love recruiting through local universities. You would not believe the talent sitting in classes in our local universities that and they're hungry to be able to put a company on their resume before they graduate is going to give them such a leg up which is why i love working with college kids i love teaching college kids i love giving them those real life skills that they may not be getting taught in class so you can always use local job or local universities if you don't know how to find those you can literally just like look up local universities near you and then you can call into their career service department. Most of them will have a software like the one that I use. It's a software called Simplicity for the major university systems in Raleigh. So that also helps me with my diversity requirement as well because it reaches the five major universities in Raleigh, which gives me all diversity groups. For me, it's not about a specific university. It's not about a specific type of candidate. It's more, I want to reach as many people as I can. So that's an awesome option as well. But what's really gotten me my best target client in the past is Facebook groups. So I join Facebook groups with my target demographic and I share a post in there that says, hey, I have this job open. If you are at all interested, please just reach out and send me an email. I'll send you the job description and we'll see if it's a good fit. Be very relaxed in those posts and but keep it professional so that you just want to start a conversation and see if it's going to be a good fit. That has actually helped me grab more candidates that weren't even looking for a position yet and just kind of wanted to start looking and see what's out there. Now, step three is really looking through the candidates that you brought in and determining who's best. Guys, I'm going to be super honest here. I'm an emotional decision maker. I have had that caught numerous times. Numerous people have seen me and been like, oh, really? That's what you went with. Just because I will get a feeling about something and not always be right. And because I know that about myself, I had people early on who helped me establish how I vet my potential employees. Um, so we have numerous steps of emails just to kind of step through and see if they can follow instructions. Like I have a job application that I don't really need to have, but I just want to see that the email says, hey, go fill out this application, then send me an email once you've got that completed. I want to see that they can follow that through and not just the second step we have is a working interview, which I know a lot of people are very against this, but we make it very quick and easy. It takes maybe five to 10 minutes, but I give them a marketing scenario. I say, Hey, how would you solve this problem? And then I ask them to respond to me within 24 to 48 hours. A lot of that is I want to see that, that they've taken an attempt at it. I don't need to be perfect. I just really want to see an attempt. And then I want to see that they can meet a deadline. 
Then after that, I go to the interview. So those first steps will weed out a few people that may not have had the consistency that I need for a candidate. Now, my interview questions really help me vet people out. The interview questions are some of the best ways to vet out a candidate. So really think through what you want those questions to be. Now, here is my little what I do to make sure my emotional decision making doesn't get in the way. All of the questions have a one, a zero, one, two, or three above it. So if they answer the question amazingly well, 10 out of 10, they get a three. If they look at me and say, I'm not answering that, they get a zero. And then they have the scale in between. So everybody gets a number for each question they answer. And I use the total number to help me decide who my top candidates are. Also factored into that is how well they did in the working interview. And if they sent a follow-up email of some form, like, hey, I felt like this was a really good fit, whatever that may be, then whoever has the highest total, that's who my candidate is going to be. Just on a side note, if you're thinking about doing this in your business, you can create this number scale on whatever's important to you. For example, if it's really important that they show up professionally dressed, whether it's an in-person or Zoom interview, you could have a number weighted towards that. You could have any questions you want to ask in there to help weight that for whatever's most important for your business, as long as it's diversity appropriate. And that's it. That's how I do my hiring. And I'm hoping that by sharing this, somebody else who's struggling through hiring in their small business right now can pick up some, some knowledge and make it a little easier so they can get the right candidate in. Remember, we live in a post-pandemic world. You can take employees that look different. One of the things I was really impressed by is there's a lot of people who have primary positions that have a couple breaks throughout the day that wanna fill those breaks with another position to make additional income. Awesome, be flexible to those thoughts. There are candidates who have a small baby at home and no childcare, but both parents are working from home and rotating. Keep those candidates in mind. Our world looks different and so can our staff. And here's my final piece of advice. A bad apple spoils the bunch. So do your absolute best to get to know that candidate and make the right decision because they will impact your whole team. Trust your gut. Now it's time for the three questions that we always ask in the Small Business Marketing Podcast. Question number one, what was the response rate? My response rate when hiring really varies based on where I'm listing and how much I'm promoting it. Um, the cool part about response rate and getting the right number of candidates is you can keep putting the listing in more places to get more candidates. So I would kind of have a goal number in mind of how many people you want to interview. Question number two, what problems came with the campaign? With hiring and my hiring campaign in general, the biggest problem was not finding the right candidate and getting really frustrated that my standards were too high. This is the best thing I can teach. It's your business. Your standards can't be too high. You know what it takes to run the business. You know what it takes to have the right candidate. For a while, I didn't, I had three candidates that I liked, but no one sent a follow-up email saying, hey, I think this is a good fit or thank you for your time. Not that I need them to thank me, but 
just to show that this was a good fit and they were interested. And I decided I was going to step back from those candidates because if if I wasn't of high interest to them enough to do that, that it wasn't a good fit. And I decided to follow up with one and tell her that. And she sent me a nasty email back, which confirmed that my standards weren't too high and it's okay to stick to what we expect. Question number three is always our question from the audience. And this week it's coming from my TikTok because boy, did I upset people sharing my hiring saga on TikTok. Uh, the question is, shouldn't we adapt our expectations of employees to the day and the time that we live in? The answer to that is a strong no. We don't adapt to the candidates put in front of us. We set our standards and what we need out of a candidate before anybody comes in front of us. If we are getting the wrong types of candidate that we're having to feel like we need to adjust or we're not getting what we need, then we need to change where we're marketing. Um, that's where I decided we're gonna step back from Indeed and we're gonna go towards NC State and we're hiring through NC State right now. So, well, NC State and the major five universities in Raleigh. While a lot of people don't know to send a resume, have a resume, send a follow-up email, dress appropriately, that's okay, but that's not always a fit for our business. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Small Business Marketing Podcast. If you have specific questions, please feel free to head over to our website, AbundantMarketingSM.com, like social media shortened, fill out that contact form, and I'll answer any questions you have. Um, if it's specific to this topic, um, feel free to put your questions in the comments in the form fill out, and I'll get those specific ones answered in an email. If you would like to be a speaker in the future and share a marketing campaign that you've done or a campaign that you do regularly, we would love to interview you and get you on the podcast. So again, head over to Abundant Marketing SM and then over to our Small Business Marketing Podcast page. You'll see it off the top of our menu. Thank you for listening to our show. Go out and make it an awesome marketing-filled day.